0: welcome back to another episode of the caffeinated podcast i'm your host mckenna and guys i'm so excited for this week's episode because i have a very special guest i have one of my absolute best friends sarah here with me to talk all things dating so i'm super excited because we haven't done an episode like this on the podcast anything in terms of like really dating or dating advice so i'm really excited to just jump into this and talk about all this stuff so i will quickly get sarah to introduce herself and then we'll do a quick little life update and we'll get right into it so sarah welcome to the podcast
1: introduce yourself thank you so much i've been waiting for this day since episode two (laughs) and i'm happy that i beat jackson on the podcast um so yeah i'm sarah mckenna and i have been pals for a couple years reluctantly i think Mm -hmm. we bonded over a kind of traumatic work experience (laughs) and uh we stuck through it yeah now we're
0: here sarah is one of my like longest time i feel like To this day, longest term friendships. Other than like high school, I think. I have a few from high school. My longest adult friendship? Yeah, my longest adult friendship. I love that Mm -hmm. for me. So, yeah. Welcome, Sarah, to the podcast. Yay. (laughs) Okay, so quickly, I just want to chat with you guys just about a little weekend recap. So, it has been so freaking hot this weekend, it's been like 35 degrees Celsius. It's been disgusting. It's like so <laughs> disgusting. So, which I'm actually super depressed about because as you guys know, I got my new Uggs and I was super excited to wear them. And I was like, I can't even freaking wear them because my feet are sweating. <laughs> 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 so I was really bummed about that. But I'm like, you know what? We'll just wait a few more weeks. I'm like full in like fall mode. It was nice to have a little bit more like hot weather, I guess, in summer weather. And we were like out on the lake and stuff. But I'm
1: like ready for fall. I just feel like the last couple of weeks have been so rainy that we didn't really get, like, a final summer weekend, so it was kind of nice that it also fall on a long weekend, too.
0: Yeah, that's true. The weather's kind of been a little crappy, but I am also fighting every urge to go to Target and buy fall decorations. I literally went to Dollar
1: Tree and bought <laughs> fake flowers for my plant yesterday.
0: As soon as, like, September 1st hits, you're like, it's Spooky fall. season. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It's, like, time to decorate. But I'm trying to, like, hold off because as much as I want to go to Target and, like, get all the things and decorate for fall, I'm also, like,
1: I don't want to buy anything until, like, we're in our next house. Yeah, that's fair. I just don't like buying too much, like, cluttery things. Like, I don't mind buying, like, flowers because I already have flowers in there before. And, like, the things that you can just kind of change out. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to turn into my mom with, like bins of decorations (laughs) in the basement that was my mom too she has
0: like bins of like every single like season she's like fall like halloween
1: like christmas remembrance i think my mom (laughs) has like six bins for christmas decorations. she puts up like 12 christmas trees like i can't be that yeah no i can't do that either because that's just insane
0: and also so freaking expensive like all the stuff at target is so cute but it's so expensive yeah
1: i'm a hobby lobby girl yeah that too so
0: maybe in the coming weeks i'll got, I'll update you guys if i go and do a little splurge at target honestly i just want to do it for the tiktok that it could <laughs> provide me <laughs> maybe that'll be the one that blows up honestly now that i've been doing tiktok there's so many things where i'm like oh that would be such a good tiktok idea or like a good video idea or whatever but it would cost me so much money and i'm like the return just isn't there yet, no, it's not there yet. <laughs> you
1: need to get sponsored right? i don't have enough followers yet
0: anyway so yeah we had a good weekend and then last night we had an all girls night and it was actually so much fun and there was no alcohol involved we only had mocktails and I think that's one of the first times that we've done that and it was so much fun
1: I still left feeling buzzed (laughs) just from the vibes (laughs) yes
0: I honestly feel like I like recommend highly recommend that you know have a mocktail night with your friends because I don't know it was so much fun like we did not need alcohol whatsoever to have
1: fun everybody got home like you had a ride like you didn't have to worry about i don't know i also think like i just like having something to drink because mm-hmm. i do get like socially like anxious that just being able to sip on something that isn't like boring water
2: mm-hmm.
1: is like a good like distraction tool like if i feel uncomfortable i'm slamming my drink mm-hmm. we went to this comedy show and i think i had like three ciders in like 45 minutes because it was so <laughs> bad and i just couldn't
2: yeah
0: but yeah when i think you like when you have a, like a good alcohol replacement yes then like it's different because you just want something to drink that's like not water yes so our friend Allie, shout out Allie, Botox Allie, <laughs> made us all mocktails for the evening and it was just so nice. And yeah, we just like chatted. It was so much fun. I loved it.
1: I'm going to eat the rest of my s'mores dip today, I think. That was so And good. then have to go get a, like a diabetes insulin pump lovely (laughs) this
0: This is your sign to have uh like mocktail night with your friends because honestly you know what that's a true sign if you can have a mocktail night and have no alcohol involved with all your friends and still have fun you're true friends (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no i think i'm just thinking about how much we were roasting each other last night <laughs> and like the conversation would go otherwise <laughs> no it was so much fun i highly recommend
0: um and now yeah we're here recording this morning um live from sarah's living room so sarah um please give us a little rundown barista sarah on the coffee we're drinking today because you can't record this podcast without having a coffee at the same time
1: what did you make us so I made the OG uh, brown sugar iced coffee with my Nespresso Round Head machine. <laughs> Shout out Nespresso, get me on those pods. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, I introduced McKenna to the brown sugar game, and she's taken it and run. I don't shake; I just stir. Oh And yeah. McKenna brought the milk because I haven't gone to the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs>
0: We had to record at Sarah's house because my air conditioning can just not keep up with the 35 degree weather that we're having. So it's just like, it's a sauna in my house. So I'm like, I called her and I'm like, no, we have to record from your (laughs) living room. Like, my house is way too hot. We'll be dripping in sweat while we record. So that's why we're at Sarah's house today. We just take the podcast everywhere. It's just, we make a mobile unit. Yeah. I make a studio wherever fits. So anyway, I thought we would let's just jump right in. I think that's everything. There's nothing crazy happening this week. I'll give a full life update in next week's episode. So if you're dying to know, <laughs> but anyway, okay. So I thought it would be fun to do an episode about dating because, well, haven't done anything like that on the podcast um, until now. And I feel like between Sarah and I, we've been around the blog.
1: <laughs> okay, easy. My aunt listens to this. <laughs> just kidding.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I feel like between the two of us and like all of our friends, I feel like collectively we have a lot of good information and and advice when it comes to dating. We've dated a lot of different types of of men. Um, we all have different tastes. We've um, done dating we've differently. We've done dating very differently, like long distance, not long distance, short term, long term. <laughs> <laughs> and oh what else was I gonna say? Um Oh, we all have different types. So yeah. um so yeah, I feel like we have just like a lot of advice to offer. So I just want to start by giving a little bit of, like, history with our dating experience. So I'll let Sarah go first. She can talk about kind of, like, the relationships she's been in and kind of give us a little bit of a timeline to where she is now, and then I'll kind of give my little timeline as
1: well, and then we'll jump into it. So (laughs) it's not funny to talk about. Um, I dated, like, two guys in high school for, like, five minutes. And by five minutes, I mean like I think like two to three months. Like not real. Like they were the most real thing I had in high school. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like I don't count it now. They're both married with kids <laughs> and living <laughs> their best lives. Um and then I dated like my ex boyfriend. Um I yeah, I dated my ex boyfriend. I just had just turned 18. He was three years older than me. So he was twenty one. We both went to the same university. We lived together. We dated for almost five years, I think. Yeah, like four and a half, five years. That's a long time. It's a super (laughs) long time, especially when you're, like, literally, like, 19, 20 years old. Like, I think we broke up and I was 22, turning 23. So it was, like, I don't know. He was all that I had ever, like, known as a partner. And, like, I think when you're in university, that gets, like, really looming of, like, oh, my God, is this going to be the only person that I'm with my whole life? I'm only 22, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, so... (laughs) so we broke up and (laughs) it's not it's not funny it's actually sad but um we broke up and i was sad for a bit but trying to do what early 20s life tells you to do and made some bad choices and made some good choices and didn't actually consider going on a date again until i god it was like three years later it was literally covid it was like 2020 Mm -hmm. i think that i actually like went out on a date for the first time so it had been like two years which was like terrifying um, I vividly remember, like, calling Hannah after and, like, going to her house and screaming because I was, like, so excited. But in hindsight, I'm like, I should not have been excited about him at all. Um, <laughs> and then I decided I'm never going to date ever again because it was just not worth it. But I was also, and I bring this up and I'll say this later, too. Like, the first date you go on after a long-term relationship is, like, even if it doesn't work out, it's such an important step. And being like oh like I can do this again mm-hmm. and yeah. I feel like confident in doing this again yeah and then yeah so it was about five years and then I met uh Benjamin and we'll name drop him because hopefully he's around for a long time
0: <laughs> he'll be around for forever so it's okay um, he can be on the
1: internet <laughs> yeah true he's not on social <laughs> media so good luck finding him <laughs> um no and then I met Ben and it's almost been a year which is like kind of gross We were talking about this the other day. Girls in the way that like it doesn't feel like it's been a year. Mm -hmm. Like it literally does just feel like it's been two seconds. Um, But I was telling Hannah last night on the drive home like I'll never be that person that's like, oh, when you're not looking, someone's going to like someone's just going to stumble in your path. Like, no, that's bull. That doesn't just happen. I think it happens. But then I actually met Ben (laughs) and it actually did just happen. But it's like it is like it's not as common of a thing as like people want you to think like it does happen but i think in the small town that we live in like you know everybody so for Mm -hmm. you to like stumble upon somebody that you don't already know is really like not very common
0: i stumbled upon jackson
1: did you stumble or did you slide in he slid in (laughs) (laughs) anyway (laughs) And that's we'll a perfect that. segue <laughs> into McKenna's dating history.
0: Yeah. So my current relationship with Jackson, as you guys know, um, is my longest term relationship I've ever been in. Wow. Yay. Proud of <laughs> you. <laughs> I actually, I like, so I never really had a lot of relationships, I guess, but I like dated around like I would go <laughs> that sounds absolutely terrible I swear to god it is not like that whatsoever so
1: you just and- tested the waters here and there
0: yes I just like to go on like a date here or there or like hang out with somebody to see if like I like them or not but I was like not going to be committed or waste my time with somebody that I didn't jive with I guess that you
1: were the OG hot girl
0: summer yes I was
1: <laughs> trendsetter <laughs> influencer <laughs>
0: so anyway i never had a boyfriend in high school because i was like that just looks so depressing like my friends (laughs) i picture the
1: couples making out in the middle hallway at fort francis high school (laughs) and i just want to vomit i
0: know dating in high school is just not a thing it's well it is a thing but it's just like it's not the thing it's like messy i i'm so happy i didn't date in high school and i made that decision because all my friends in high school had boyfriends and they were crying all the time like it just did not look fun so i'm like <laughs> nope like this is enough for me like i'm just gonna like hang out with guys here or there have friends that are guys and that's good like i don't want to be in a relationship when i'm like 16 because also i just don't think that like you're mature enough to like actually care for your partner and their feelings no. and like be there to support them So, I just didn't think that it was like, there was no point to it. I'm like, I know I'm not going to be with this person for the rest of my life. So, why am I wasting my time with them? (laughs) Literally. So, I never had a boyfriend in high school. I just like hung out and it was good. And I feel like when, I feel like that helped me long term because I feel like in high school, when you have relationships in high school, that kind of like sets the tone for some of your future relationships because I feel like you can develop, um more insecurities or bad habits in relationships in high school you're easily traumatized yeah by like a 16 year
1: old Yeah. yeah especially
0: in today like today's day and age like if your boyfriend isn't like texting you enough or not giving you enough attention like i feel like and i
1: i don't know you get some of like an anxious attachment issues so i think a lot of
0: that comes from like high school relationships just because i feel like you both aren't mature enough to actually like be committed care for one another like actually communicate 100 percent. i think it's more like games and stuff and i think that dating in high school should be taken a little bit more lightly i guess um you don't need to be in like a full committed relationship
1: that's just my opinion and i felt like it worked for me It's just Um, so funny though when you think about the parents like our parents literally said you're not going to be with this person forever (laughs) don't like whatever and you were like no mom I love them (laughs) and it's like no they were right
0: and I hate when our parents are
1: right. (laughs) Yes no
0: that's so true I don't know dating in high school is just like I and I've told a lot of girls this because I know there are younger girls that do listen to the podcast and like just like through family friends and stuff like i'm like don't date in high school like it's not the be-all end-all like you know focus on yourself
1: (laughs) well and i feel like so my brother's eight years younger than me so i've seen it all like i lived it as a teenage girl and then by the time he was like in high school dating like i think i had grown enough to be like oh god i totally was that girl in high school like his girlfriends that he's complaining about but like i know why they're like that and i have said to my brother multiple times when he's like oh like she's just crazy like they're crazy and i'm like But what are you doing that's, like, making her feel so insecure that she's, like, not knowing how to, like, self-regulate her emotions? Mm Because she's not crazy. Like, you're actually just making her behave that way because she's not getting, like, what she's needing from you. And that's what
0: I mean. Like, I just think that you're not mature enough to actually, like, care for the other person, like, understand where they're coming from, their feelings. And then you're
1: 22 and you're the uh crazy girl from high school who, like, couldn't hold a boyfriend.
0: Yes, exactly. So I just, you know, I was a lone wolf in high school. (laughs) I almost howled. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone had a boyfriend except me. And you know what? I was the happiest person ever and everybody was just crying. So...
2: See, i feel like i had the the opposite because i
1: didn't feel like i was like ever pursued in high school like guys didn't have crushes on me that i knew of because i was terrifying looking like i looked mean (laughs) um which we've overcome but i had like the opposite thing where i was like i loved my life but i didn't understand like why nobody liked me Mm -hmm. you know what i mean where i'm like that caused its own issues like for me post-relationship, where I'm like, oh my god, one boy looks at me and I'm like, oh thank god, like this is it, he loves me. (laughs) Okay, we're throwing it all out on the internet. (laughs) I don't want to spend too much time on high school, but. (laughs) Yeah, we need to move on.
0: (laughs) No, but I just want to say one more thing. I think in not only just like high school, but my younger years of dating, I think it's more fun when you play like very hard to get or you almost like, you know, have a lot of confidence in yourself and independence and think that you're honestly above men. (laughs) No. And like, not in like, no, not in like a terrible way, but in the sense of like, boys would ask me on dates and I would literally just say, no, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And I held all the power in that instance. Yeah, very true. And looking back, I feel like that's where like, I have a lot of confidence and like, I feel, um... Not, like, above men, but I, I don't You're know. You're not relying just, on it. I do yeah. feel like I have a lot more, I don't know, confidence, and I can really say, like, how I feel. Like, it was nice, like, almost, like, taking back my power as, like, a <laughs> young <laughs> girl just being like, no thanks. Like, I'm good. I, I don't, don't want to go. You. Like, yeah, just because yeah. you asked me on a date doesn't mean I'm going to say yes or I'm going to go with you. Yeah. Or like, you know, I'm going to say, like,
1: no. Let's rip those entitled men down. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I just feel like I was like, yeah. It's also so funny it. that
1: you bring that up because that just made me remember, remember when I was in New Orleans last year. I was alone. I was like a young twenty, God, 27-year-old, 26-year-old girl in New Orleans by herself. And I was sitting at the bar at the hotel eating and I'm like, I don't want anybody to talk to me. And there's drunk people everywhere. It's We literally stayed at the end of Bourbon. Um, and... I met this guy and he was super nice and whatever he like we hung out for the few days that I was there and it was like nice to have someone to not feel like I was going to get like stolen in the back of like a white van at the end of the street but he called me out he was like you literally were giving off don't talk to me vibes and that made me want to talk to you and Ugh. I was like oh so Ugh. it doesn't work <laughs> he's like it was like a challenge and I'm oh. like I literally cannot that's interesting and i caved <laughs> so we're not doing that anymore <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay last point about kind of like younger years of dating my dad
1: would like call me the ice
0: princess <laughs> no literally he'd like can i like you have to start saying yes to god like go on a date with a guy because you just friend zone everybody like you're just the girl that like no guy is gonna want to like take I on a date Kevin. or hang out with because you're just like no. Nope. You're just dismay friend. Or, like, no, don't want to go on a date with you. Like, no thanks. Like, I would just say no to everybody. And he was like, okay, pretty soon, like... You're not going to have any options <laughs> left. Pretty soon, nobody's going to ask you to go on a date. <laughs> and you're going to be alone. Because you're just, like, this uh, hardcore ice princess. I love Who Kevin. did not need a boy. But... Anyway, so fast forward to some of my like later dating experiences. I still was not like a huge commitment gal. um Not that I was scared of it, but I'm like, you know what? You really have to like make an impression for me to like choose you.
1: Well, yeah, because you either <laughs> date and you break up, or you date and you marry, and yeah, like at the end of the day,
0: exactly. And I'm the person that will like, I'll see you for a couple months, I'll like you know date you casually, um and not feel like a ton of commitment. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Just because you go on a date with somebody doesn't mean you're committed to them for, for life or anything like that. Like, you can always, like, you know, change your mind or say, like, no, I'm not feeling this anymore. I don't see this going anywhere long term. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just really good to date around because you i hate that i hate saying date around to test the
1: waters. yeah
0: literally just to test the waters like go on some dates here and there with different people just to understand like what you like what you like what you dislike what you drive with like i always thought that i'd want to be with somebody who is an extrovert because i'm an extrovert but that just like doesn't work for me like jackson's more introverted and that works like if we were both extroverted people like do you know how crazy that would be if we were just like like
1: (laughs) Like. it's literally ben and i (laughs) when we go out
0: (laughs) it would just be too much and like i know now that like i need somebody who is more introverted and like calm and like wants to
1: stay home sometimes so that like it forces me to do that do you know what i mean introverted but still social yeah that's like an important distinction for you i think yeah
0: but i've like learned that like okay no like i still need to like have quiet time and like be
1: home and like have you know
0: those types of things so you really learn that as you like date and then i dated another guy this was during COVID, actually so um kind of long term i guess like two not even two years like a year and a half almost
2: yeah i yeah. would say
0: and it was like my first like real relationship like the first time that i actually like, committed to somebody like brought them around my family and everything like that and i don't know i feel like i got into like a funk in that relationship because it was my first relationship. Like, first, like, long-term relationship yeah. where I really didn't know what to expect. Like, once you're past, like, a certain amount of months, like, you... I had never really been past, like, feel like the honeymoon phase.
1: Yeah, where it gets, like, day-to-day. I don't want to say mundane because that's, like, not what it is, but when it becomes, like, a routine.
0: Yeah, so that's, like, the first person I dated where, like, it did become, like, yeah, more of, like, a routine. We had really gotten to know each other Um and I had never experienced that before. So, I was, like... Confuse. It's very confusing when you experience that for the first time because you're like, Is this how it is this how it is? Is this
1: how it's gonna be for the rest of my life? Like, well, is this an argument actually what for like, you is like it's the end of the world. It's not like a okay, well we just got into it a little bit. We're gonna have like take a breather and then discuss it. It's mm-hmm. like, no, we're fighting right now. Mm-hmm. And that's not what an adult
0: Yeah is. And then it's also really confusing because the first time like you have your like a relationship like that, like a full like long term committed relationship, your first kind of ever you know, you're like, is this the be all end all? Mm -hmm. Is this it? I need to like make a decision before I continue on like spending more time with this person and getting even more committed to them. Like, is this what I want for the rest of my life? Or is there something more? And that I think is like the most stressful part. And there are so many girls in those situations right now where you're like on the edge, you're like, i could continue with this person for the rest of my life because it's comfortable yeah because it's comfortable like i don't want to go through the whole process of like getting to know somebody all Mm -hmm. over again which is so freaking scary or do you like take that leap you break up with them start all over because there actually is something better for you and you just didn't know it like it's really hard to figure out and like understand the difference of like When you truly are in love and, like, when there is something potentially better out there
1: for you? Or is, like, this just, like, are you settling, essentially? I always, like... I don't know. I guess with my last... I'll say my only, like, long-term relationship prior to Ben was just very, like... It was wonderful. Like, I have literally nothing bad to say about it. Just that the fact that, like, you hit a point and you are a different person at 23 that you are at 18. And, like, Mm -hmm. you want different things and your life changes and their life changes. Mm -hmm. So... I've always told my mom, like, I would rather be alone than settle or I'd rather be alone Mm -hmm. than not be enough for another person Mm -hmm. because I can't give them my all. And, like, I don't love them enough in the way that I know that they deserve to be loved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, that realization, especially in your 20s, because it is terrifying to start over. It really is. But, like, it's just so much better to just be happy on your own then like either make yourself settle or hold someone back from someone who can love them like fully and truly
0: you know yeah that's super true like i think that also you have to look at it from both ways too like mm-hmm. you can either look at look at it from the point of you know like am i settling for this person are they enough for me or is there somebody better out there for me or can you actually have the self-awareness and reflect in the sense of like oh like i'm comfortable and like i'm fine settling but like am I fine selling for my partner? Like, could there be somebody that could love them out there better than mm-hmm. I could right now? Like, you really have to reflect on yourself and think, like, how much do you love your partner and care about them? And, like, what do you want for them? Mm-hmm. You know, like, is there something better? Do you love better? them enough to let
1: them go? Yeah,
0: essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%.
1: percent mm-hmm. It's, like, it's very scary. Mm-hmm. Especially, I feel like, because nobody... Like, not a lot of people get that. Like, a lot of people are just very, like, oh, you just don't love him anymore. You broke up. And it's, like, no you love this person you will like always love this person you'll always care for this person and it's because of that that you're like I don't love you enough to like saddle you to my side Mm -hmm. and be like eventually platonic Mm -hmm. right and that's just like that's not what it's supposed to be Mm
2: -hmm.
0: yeah so then when I did have like my last long-term relationship finally I like I hummed and hawed for (laughs) ever for quite some time (laughs) and I honestly like if you are constantly like talking negative about your partner and it's not because that you don't love them or you don't like them but say you're going to hang out with your friends and you're constantly just like ranting about your partner they did this they did this and like you're just talking negatively about them and that's all you have to say about them like you are 100% checked out of your relationship Mm -hmm. and when you were talking like that you were just trying to get all your friends and like who you're talking to to convince you to break up with this person Mm -hmm. essentially that's what you're doing so it was getting to the point where you know I was going places and saying oh this 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 and like so many negative things because I just wanted somebody to say okay McKenna like you're right you're right you can do it you break up with this person like you're clearly over it you just need like a push to do that and it's really scary but then like you know like once you break up with that person you either are like instantly i mean you're sad you're sad either way oh my god i bawled my ass out for like three weeks you're sad either way once you like leave your long-term partner but there is a very different feeling of like regret and like peace like and i like had the like, lightness that comes yes with it. i yeah. had that feeling of like oh like i'm okay yeah. like you know like i'm fine and i'm gonna meet somebody who's like going to be so much more better like for me and in that
1: moment i'm like this is the best decision i've ever made in my entire life i think i was so like grateful that i was away at school when i did it because i didn't have to like see him i didn't have to like deal with it in person like on both of our sense like it gave us both like the space kind of needed but at the same time it didn't really give us closure because (laughs) i was super immature and didn't know how to communicate because i was i am a crier And I, like, fully admit I cry all the time now. Um, But then I was, like, I would be a complete stone cold, like, ice princess to avoid crying in front of someone. And, like, that's what I did. Mm -hmm. So I got, like, a very bad reputation from the way that I ended it because I was, like, actually just putting myself first. Mm -hmm. Rather than, like, putting his feelings and giving him closure and then, like, knowing I was fine. You know, like, I wasn't giving him what he needed, which was kind of bad, but also at the same time, like, self-preservation for a a wee 22 year old girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) and on that (laughs) note (laughs) (laughs) no
0: i think that's super important is like i know breaking up with somebody is really hard and like yeah it's it's it takes a lot of courage to take that step to like break up with your partner like it's extremely scary but if you can do it and like you the next day or whenever you feel like that was the right choice then
2: well
1: um, and then you just feel like clean Mm -hmm. Right. And you're just like, okay, refresh, start. It sucks. Mm -hmm. But like, you're going to be
0: fine. Mm -hmm. So now I want to talk about kind of like that, like limbo stage. Oh, no. (laughs) From the point of me breaking up with my previous boyfriend, I was, like, I'm gonna be single forever, like, I, no, for real, I'm, like, I want to be single, I want to focus on myself, like, I will, like, date around, like, a little bit, but I did not want anything commit, like, anything, like, committed, like, nothing like that, I was, like, I just want to be single, I have so many goals for myself that I want to work on, etc., and then who shows up, Jackson? (laughs) No, I was not expecting a long term, like a committed relationship right off the bat. I did not want that. Um, but within a month, you guys were literally like staying
1: at each other's houses. Yeah, every day.
0: everything it <laughs> fell into place quite quickly. Um, and I'm normally not like that. I would not I, I, that's not what I wanted, but it just happened. And it is funny that people just kind of like they waltz. Yeah, they waltz into your life. They waltz into the, the border bl- bar <laughs> <laughs> out of the blue and boom, you're like committed and you live with them yeah but no that's not what my goal was but it just it just happened that way um so that's kind of funny but like you in between your relationship like what did that look like for you because it was like during
1: covid and stuff a train wreck (laughs) okay um no like i i don't know i don't i'm trying to think about how to like just be general in the way that it went and like so, timeline-wise, I broke up with my boyfriend in 20 like the winter of 2018. I didn't graduate from my degree until the end of 2019. So, I like was in Thunder Bay at school for like a whole year. Um and I didn't really date. Like I like I thought about it. I like perused the dating apps for fun, but for anyone who lives in Northwestern Ontario, you know that your options are very limited. Mm-hmm. And I think that was a thing too being like 23, 24 trying to date like everyone's either still with their high school girlfriends mm-hmm. or they're like in like their second like their their second relationship, right? So like and I feel like now like approaching 30, it's like now mm-hmm. your dating pool is like divorces. Like it's just it's just odd mm-hmm. to try and like date someone who doesn't have kids or who like wasn't married or isn't hung up on their ex like i've dated them all (laughs) um no
0: that's true like at this age it's kind of like if there are single people like 90 percent of them are
1: probably crazy and that's why they're single so you really have to like yeah be strategic so i mean i didn't really do much dating in thunder bay and then i came home and it was 2019 and you and i met Mm -hmm. did i really date when we met no no not at all. No,
2: <laughs> It was pretty I think it was, quiet. Like, I don't. Think I think it was I was starting your...
1: to work, and I was working from like eight a.m. at my full-time job, and then I was bartending until one a.m. and I didn't really have time to talk to anybody.
0: I don't even think it was really on like your.
1: It wasn't on radar. my radar at all. No. I like mm-hmm. didn't care. You
0: were like getting into your career, getting like your. I was apartment. tired. Well, I was that... tired. Yeah,
1: I was so tired. So no, you trying to not find dating. friends mm-hmm. in a town where like everyone my age was gone. Mm-hmm. Um. No, so, like, I, like, hung up with my guy friends, like, the twins and that. Like, that was kind of all I did. There was rumors about me dating many people, but it was never anything. Like, it was just pals. Mm -hmm. And then 2020 came and COVID hit, and it's like, how do you date during COVID? But I found a way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I saw him for, like, four months. Yeah. Like July to November. And that was, I'm going to start the checklist of hung up on your ex, divorced or have kids. Cause I've hit the trifecta <laughs> <laughs> during COVID. Um, and then that was just a train wreck, but I like realized that like, I was like, okay, like I can do this. Like I can cohabitate. I can like date. I can like actually like express my feelings to someone, which I was like, pat myself on the back. That's a good first step.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I didn't date again for like a year. and then i matched with some people on some apps that i like knew from like high school that lived in like different like in the area um but again i feel like if someone likes me too much like we had just started talking and he was like wanting to like come here and like he lived in and he like literally wanted to like come to fort and like hang out and i was like red flag (laughs) disclaimer sarah gets the ick very quickly (laughs) i do i like i do but i don't like i'll try and justify my way out of it like i'll get the ick but i'll be like okay don't be judgy like let's try and work this out um and then i was like no like i i don't want to drive to kenora every weekend to see you and then i so that was not divorced or kids And then this guy approached me in a bar, and I was like, oh, my God, we met organically. I have to give it it a shot. Like, he came up to me in a bar. Like, we met in person. It wasn't on an app. Um, Turns out he had two kids, and he was divorced. I forgot you could have been a (laughs) stepmom. And that's where that was also a fear that I was like, okay, I'm approaching 30. And I had this conversation with one of my friends from Thunder Bay. She's a few years older than me just being like, how do you, like, know, like, we're at the age where it's like yeah like some people probably have kids and like how do you like decide to like date someone with kids because that's its own like kind of terrifying thing and i love like i like kids but i don't really want my own Mm -hmm. but like i mean if it happened i'd love them but obviously (laughs) i would love them it would take me nine full months to convince myself but i would um But it was weird and I got the ick from him mostly because he wanted me to meet his kids like immediately. Like we went out on like three dates. Yeah, that's a really big red flag. And I'm like, I get it from the perspective of like it does make life easier when you don't have to like find a sitter and like plan stuff around when you have your kids and whatever. But I was like, I could be a blip on your radar. Do you want to introduce me to your kids? Like that's super weird. That does not happen in the Hallmark movies Mm -hmm. or in the rom-com books. Like you do not meet the kid right away. Mm -hmm. And that's how I base my life off of the books that I read. Um so then that was like oh no and he was still texting me up until me meeting Ben like he would still send me like Taylor Swift memes because when people think of Taylor Swift they think of me Unfortunately okay, but when you're like
0: a 30 something year old man divorced with children and you're sending somebody memes about Taylor Swift yeah
1: it's a red flag it's a huge red flag <laughs> I actually like I this is going to come off very aggressive but based on the way that that kind of ended with me just being like I just don't think like this is going to go anywhere he's like you're you're just not ready i'm like you're right i'm not ready to be a mom after three <laughs> days like who does that <laughs> pregnancies don't like are longer than that you have time to get your brain around it <laughs> you're like and sir that's why you're divorced <laughs> yes and i like did get the vibes that like if i stayed with him like it would be in some sort like of abusive like whether it was like verbal i don't know like i got really ick vibes and i like blocked and like please don't contact me mm-hmm. um and then I met God. Ben. <laughs> and we love Ben. And we love Ben. Shout out Ben. We love Ben. I was actually saying this to my friend Sarah last month when she was in town. um, Because she knew me dating my ex. She knew me single. She knew me train wreck. And now she's, like, known me with Ben. So it's, like, nice to have someone who's, like, actually seen like the way that like a person changes. And I remember when she when I broke up with my ex boyfriend, she's like, You just look lighter. Like you look like less stressed and whatever. So then like actually like Ben, she's like, No, like I really do like Ben. Like he's super chill. He's very easygoing. Like you guys are very similar people. You like mesh. And obviously everyone has their tiffs. Ben is Ben's two years younger than me, so he's pretty immature. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <At McKenna. laughs> also three years younger than me but no we love ben Mm -hmm. yeah ben kind of was like the one that just clicked and it was super weird we met at a bar and then uh, we went on three dates the following week Mm
2: -hmm.
1: so and it's super ironic because i was was not going to drive to kenora every weekend to go see someone but i sure did drive to duluth every weekend to go (laughs) see ben which is about two hours when you know you know that's all yeah and he's super hot. Shout out Ben. <laughs> he Ben is, is lovely. <laughs> ben is very lovely.
0: <laughs> no, it's so funny because I, I mean, I didn't know Sarah in her long-term relationship, like her first like big relationship. We weren't friends yet, um, but I knew her single. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew her train wreck.
1: <laughs> Shout and out Ben's a CN conductor. The train is back on the rails, everybody.
0: <laughs> and now I know her with Ben. And it's so funny because a few people now have said that they like love you with Ben like they've just noticed yeah. like you know like just such a positive change in you and I think that Ben really brought out some really great qualities in you and I think that he
1: yeah I don't know I
0: think that he's just yeah so positive and I think that he really you know you are lighter
1: you are happier you are I think having someone that like you fully like trust and can rely on like he's seen it all he's seen the tears he's seen like I don't want to say, like, the anger, because we haven't really been in, like, a really angry fight. It's mostly just been him being stupid and me being, like, I'll just wait for you to realize that you're stupid. And then we work through it, because it's really not anything. But it's, like, we communicate very well. I know that I can say anything to him. And, like, he's going to, like, understand that, like, this is my anxiety. Like, this is my, like, insecurities coming out. It's not, like, actually me, like blaming you for things but this is like what my brain is trying to convince me that you're doing mm-hmm. so like feeling very comfortable with someone was something that like was very not i don't know it's hard for me to trust people yeah
0: how do you feel like you've grown since like your past relationship to this one like how would you describe yourself like what have you like gotten better at in terms of like in being in a relationship or like how have you i grown? absolutely
1: talk better okay. and for someone who like i don't shut up I, like, never (laughs) actually talked very well, like, communicated with things, like, because I didn't like crying in front of people, that, like, I would just cry and, like, kind of turn around and, like, stop. And, like, I know I get worked up, and I know that, and, like, I feel my feelings very loudly and, like, very immediately, Mm -hmm. where, like, I still do feel them immediately, but I, like, tell him, like, this is me right now. I just need 30 seconds to feel my feelings. Mm -hmm. Like, when he got sent back to Duluth, I sobbed for, like, three hours straight, And I'm like, I'll be fine in the morning. I just need to, like, let it all out. And then the next day I was, like, literally cracking jokes about him, like, living in America again. Mm. So, like, my processing time has drastically increased. That's good. (laughs) I'm less of an immediate person than I once was. (laughs) That's good. But also, like, making someone take ownership for the way that they're behaving. And it's not, like, like I said to my brother, I'm not crazy. Like, your actions have consequences. And, like, you also need to, like from both sides like i need to see how i react like has consequences on ben's behavior and vice versa right and Mm -hmm. being able to say like just because i'm feeling upset in this moment it didn't come out of nowhere Mm
2: -hmm. you know yeah
1: so that communication piece too is Mm
2: -hmm.
0: before we get into like more like i guess tips of dating and like stuff like that i just want to say this because because we're all about growth on this podcast we are growth essentially we're both gonna give i'm gonna do it too but i'm gonna ask you first what like in your relationship right now what is one thing that you like want to get better at or like one thing that like you're working towards or like one thing that still you're like you know what I really need to improve on this for my relationship you can go
1: first honestly I don't like I don't want to say I don't know because there's always stuff that you can improve on but I think like until something happens to make you aware like Ben and I like as much as we aren't in the honeymoon phase like we still are But he's also not a confrontational, like, he is a confrontational person, but he does it in a joking way. Where, like, if I'm doing something stupid, he'll just mock me to make me, like, laugh and get over it. So we haven't gotten to that point where he's like, no, you're doing ABC and, like, you, like, need to try and stop doing ABC because you get in your head. I would think for sure probably, like, making up scenarios in my head of, like, why things happened.
2: Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, like, letting that take away
2: Mm
1: -hmm. where I don't get the, like, oh, my God, he hasn't texted me in three hours. Like, he's talking to another girl. Like, it's not that at all. But it is just, like, the when we do have an argument and I think to myself, like, oh, he he said this because he doesn't, like, actually, like, like me Mm. or he, like, isn't doing this because he's not, like, attracted to me anymore. Like, I need to stop doing that in Mm -hmm. my brain. And I tell them (laughs) that I'm doing it.
0: No, but that's good because I'm glad that you said that because I feel like a lot of people do that. Like, I thought a lot of girls do that. Mm
1: -hmm. Where I'm like, so Ben has been getting into CrossFit, actually getting, like, very jacked compared to, like, not that he ever wasn't when we first started dating. And I'm like, I don't have that. <laughs> I weighed myself the other day and I like was like, wow, do I just stop eating? Like it was like not good thoughts <laughs> no. for like a week. I'm still eating. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, my God, I need to start going to the gym. Otherwise, like he's going to dump me.
2: Uh, and I'm like,
1: OK, no, that does not happen. Yeah. So not making things up that he's like in my head he's doing, but he's actually not doing it all.
0: Mm -hmm. you know yeah that makes sense taking back your confidence
1: yeah not being insecure
0: i think that's something that like i mean we'll touch on that too but i honestly like that's the biggest thing like in relationships i think that's like the biggest issue fighting your insecurities is just yeah fighting with like your insecurities Mm -hmm. and some people just like you know you really have to work on having the self-awareness to like you know take the time for yourself and like Mm -hmm. sit down and like think to yourself like Why did we have this fight? Why do I feel this way? Is it me? Like, is it my insecurities? Because nine times out of ten, it's probably you and your insecurities. Yes, a
1: miscommunication and then, like, your insecurities grasping onto that and, like, running.
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Um, So, I'll give my little what I'm working on in my
0: relationship, and that is making more time for Jackson and I. Like, making more quality time and opportunities because I just am go, 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 and I really forget to... I don't know schedule things accordingly and you know making time for Jackson and I and I felt so bad because he went on a fishing trip this past weekend and I know he was going to be gone for like a few days but I had so many things to get done like the week prior to him leaving and you know we had one night available to spend together and I still kind of booked one thing in that evening because I had to get it done and I looking back I'm like no like I should have canceled that or been more um Proactive with scheduling because we didn't get to spend that time together and that was really important to Jackson mm. for us to spend that time together before he was gone for like four days, and I just didn't even like, I didn't even think about it because I'm like, well, I have to get this done, like, yeah, you know, and I am just like, well, Jackson, like, like my first thought is like, well, we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together, like, why, yes <laughs> you yeah. know, one night, whatever, but it does mean a lot and it does matter and I need to get better at just making more time for the two of us and really spending good quality time together because. I think, yeah, I'm. I, f- I forget to do that, or I yeah. double book myself or overbook myself, and I'm not always giving Jackson that like good, undivided attention.
1: Well, and he doesn't work a nine to five either, right? So like when he goes back to work, like you're act- like it's like he's gone. hmm Yeah. So that's something that's, I'm working on. But honestly, like it is important, and I don't think like I think we get scared of doing that because it's never like I mean I guess on both sides of the relationship, like guy or girl. As soon as you start hanging out with your boyfriend too much, like, all of your friends are like, oh, my God, all they do is hang out with their partner. Mm-hmm. And you, like, never want to be that girl. Yeah. But I've had that realization recently, too, with Ben getting sent back down to Duluth. Is, like, no. Because we were out the other weekend, and, like, one of our friends was like, oh, you've changed. Because I was like, I, like, we have to go home. I have to let Millie out. Like, whatever. Oh, like, you've changed. Because on my train wreck, I was down to do anything like party every night like it didn't matter i wasn't working it was covid um where like now like i just have responsibilities and i don't think people people aren't quick when they have access to their partner all the time like they don't realize like i get to see ben twice a week now hmm more if i'm lucky like if he does catch a train north like yeah i might get to see him for a couple hours but like Now I only get to see him twice a week. So like if I want to spend my Friday or Saturday night literally just sitting on the couch with Ben all night, like I'm not boring. Mm -hmm. I just actually don't get to see my partner every day Mm -hmm. and going from seeing them every day to not like sucks. Mm -hmm. So it is like you want to see your friends and you want like your partner to see your friends and like everyone to hang out. But it's also like I'd like to just sit on the couch Mm -hmm. even if we do separate things like to have our quiet time together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, that's true. Okay. Now I want to get into some like
0: dating advice. Let's do a disclaimer. We are not experts. Yeah. Disclaimer, not dating experts. Do not have any type of degree or education in dating. Just experience. (laughs) Just experience. Um, No, it's funny because I feel like Our friends we're all in very we're in similar situations but very different situations you know i think
1: we're doing similar experiences but our timelines are like mismatched
0: yeah like some of us are like settled down like living with our partners some are kind of like in the phase of like you know figuring out like living situations with our partners getting into like that leaving the honeymoon phase getting into more of like a long-term thing more committed thing others have been in relationship for like 10 years at Nat, and then <laughs> some are like also starting you know, just starting to date just starting over and it's just a wide array of dating I guess and so some of our friends who you know are kind of getting back into the dating scene we were just saying that it's super important to just date to try mm-hmm.
1: and I think it is like it's one thing if you live in a city and you're trying because you're like no one knows you yeah we had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day when she was like considering going out on a date was just like but what if someone in town sees me and is like oh my god she's on a date with him like you just don't know like you know everybody but you don't know enough about everybody and you never want to have that i don't even say rumors but like have those kind of side notes said about you when you don't even know what you're doing Mm -hmm. wrong right Mm -hmm. like which is super scary that like you have the luxury in a city of not necessarily seeing everyone you've ever met in your whole life at the only restaurant that you have the choice to go to
0: (laughs) no that's super true like living in a small town everybody knows everybody like everybody Mm -hmm. sees everything so i understand like some of the hesitancy of like dating right away or dating in a small town and like just wanting to be seen or not wanting to be seen essentially um
1: and just kind of being more like secretive about it. but then also not wanting to have dates at your house because you don't want to like feel like you're netflix and chilling at your house like that's not what you want to do either yeah that's
0: true i also think the hard part is like when you do get out of a long-term relationship really figuring out like where you go from that because you know you want to get back out in the dating scene you want to like meet new people and stuff but you also it's really hard to like do the whole like starting over where you're like you're essentially like asking all those questions to get to know somebody from the beginning again where you're like what's your favorite color (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> essentially do you know what, what i mean what kind
1: of music do you listen to yeah
0: like those stupid things to get to know somebody um but then like when you're used to having a partner for so long like you want that again like you want almost like just a companion yes. you want like the consistent person to hang out with
1: um but without like the whole like actually committing to another relationship yeah. and like well and it's hard too because it's like you always kind of have that hat of the person that you dated before <laughs> like i was always so-and-so's ex-girlfriend mm-hmm So what's your like biggest advice when it comes to dating? Oh God, I'm terrible at dating. I just think like having the confidence in yourself and knowing that like, even if it doesn't work out, like it's a step. Like that's what I tell our friend. It may not work out and that's totally fine. But like you being able to go out on a date and like feel comfortable doing that and even like trying a first date, a second date, like trying is a sign to yourself that like, okay, like you're ready to do this or you're not. And, Mm -hmm. like, you need, like, a minute. But my first, I mean, situationship after my long-term relationship, it was terrible and I'm happy it didn't work out because (laughs) my life would be very different. (laughs) But it was like, oh, I can do this. Like, I can actually, like, I can trust someone again. I, like, physically have it in me to actually, like, like somebody again. Mm -hmm. Which, like, I never thought I was actually going to like somebody ever again. Mm -hmm. Enough to, like, stick with them. I had my cat. I had my dog. I don't need, like, I didn't. Mm-hmm. you know yeah. i was gonna have four cats like i was completely fine with it
0: i uh i think it's important to remember yeah just like have the confidence mm-hmm. and it's nice just to, like go out and like go on some dates and just see like it's nice knowing that there are people out there that are interested in you yeah and like you might not be interested in them or they might not be the one but it just helps like boost your
1: confidence and mm-hmm. getting back out there and stuff like that um and trying different dates
2: mm-hmm. like
1: not it doesn't always have to be dinner yeah go for a drink go bowling like go for a drive like god i don't care but like Mm. it doesn't have to be awkward dinner Mm -hmm. we're like yeah then you're forced to sit with someone for two hours and it's uncomfortable like Mm -hmm. i'm a big coffee or drinks kind of gal yeah for a first date.
0: I also think that if you live in the city... And it would be so different if I lived in the city. And if like if I was dating. Like I think I would have more confidence because not everybody would know yes. me. You know, I would be that person. If you're at the gym, I'd be like asking somebody at the gym for their number. Or do you yes. know what I mean? Because it's like at the end of the day, like you might not... You, you might have not... the
1: ability to never see them again in your yes, whole life. Yes,
0: <laughs> exactly. So like, you know, if, if it doesn't work out or if, if it's a no or they say no or... I don't know. You, you can never see them again so like that's convenient but honestly i think like it's 2023 it's going to be 2024 if you were a girl like you have the confidence you can message somebody first you can ask somebody on a date you can and then also i just want to say that like say you do go on a date with somebody you're not committed to them there's
1: not a ring on your finger do not be
0: scared of commitment um if you go for a date if you want to date with somebody five times if you meet their family you're not committed to them. No. Like you can change your mind. You can say, you know what? I'm not feeling this anymore. And that's like 100% okay. And I myself, and I know Sarah can agree with this, but like I would rather be alone than be miserable and settle. Like it's not yep. worth it. You do not deserve that. There is somebody out there for you and... Also, you're on your own timeline, so, like, you cannot, like, compare yourself to others or your friends um,
1: because there is somebody out there for you, and you just need to, like, trust the process and, like... It also isn't a rush. I think in a small town, too, like, I mean, I know not everyone listening is going to be from this town or a small town, but, like, the small town pressure of, like, okay, you graduate high school, you go to university, you graduate university, you get engaged, you buy a house, you get married, you have a baby, like... That's not a time, like, that's one person's timeline. That's Mm -hmm. a small town view of, like, what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But I always tell people when they're like, oh, like, when are you going to get married? And I'm like, hopefully soon. But I also am like, none of my friends really, like, my best friend just got married this summer. And I think maybe a couple other girls that I was kind of friends with in high school are married. Nobody else is married. Mm -hmm. Nobody else is really engaged. Like, I can honestly think of maybe three people that are engaged or probably going to be engaged soon. That I, like, were my age, we graduated high school together, we were friends. No one owns houses. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Like, I think, I honestly can't think of one person my age who doesn't live in this town Mm -hmm. who owns a house or, like, an apartment or a condo. Because they don't live here. They live in, like, Victoria. They live in Vancouver. They live in Winnipeg. Like, they live in Ottawa. Like, they're just so far away. And it's not the, like, that's not the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And sorry, millennials are broke. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't afford a house.
0: Also true. <laughs> like,
1: really, if, unless you're living in a s- small town like this, you either can't have a job that you went to school for or you can't afford a house.
0: No, that's that's true. And I also just want to say that, like, because I know there are a lot of people that do listen that, like, are younger. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if you're not being treated the way that you want to be treated, like, Get do not out. settle. Like, please leave. Like, <laughs> Get not, out. Please leave. Just kidding. No, like if you're an unhappy relationship, like, that is, like, a telltale sign. Like, please, like, do not settle. Like, it's not worth it. Like, there is somebody out there for you. And I don't know. It's funny. Like, I... Jackson and I are almost five years apart. We're, like, four and a half years apart. And, like, I met him when he was, like, 28. I don't know. Like, it's just crazy how things work out. And, you know, your first relationship is not the be-all end-all. Like, you need to have patience. And, uh, I don't know. You... You can be single in your late twenties. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they kind of say that like an average person will have like three relationships before the time that they actually like find their like long term partner,
1: if that's what you're looking for. And like I know a couple that have been together since high school. They just got married. They've like they're in their 30s. Like they've been together forever. They're wonderful. But that's it doesn't happen for everybody. And if it does, like wonderful. Mm -hmm. But also I have grown so much with the person that I was with my like first long-term relationship versus where I am now. I would not have done had I not like cried my eyes out over some random like boy who was at the end of the day like not worth my time, but like growth, like lost friends because of inability to I don't even know. I don't even want to get into that, but like losing friends and losing partners and like navigating life and like changing who you're hanging out with and like what you're doing and you're not going to be happy with yourself 10 years down the line if you don't have your heart broken in some way shape or form it sucks it's actually terrible Mm -hmm. but like i like who i am now compared to who i was then and that was really only five years ago no that's true so much growth happens Mm -hmm. from breakups
0: relationships like all that type of stuff so um and say you are in a long-term relationship and like it does end and like maybe it wasn't like your choice or like it wasn't like you know because we're kind of talking about like you, you might be the person that did get bro- broken up with, Yeah, you know? Yeah, like, again, like, you're just on your own timeline. And, like, there's a reason for that. And, like, you're going to grow from that. And, like, it's only going to make you stronger and, like, just ready for your next relationship. Like, I think we need to, like, recognize that, too, is, like, when we do have breakups, that you're going to grow from it and
1: something beautiful is going to come from that and then it's only going to help you in
0: like your future relationship.
1: Well, and I just think like you know what not to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can't expect to like succeed without failing. And maybe that's like the educator in me is like <laughs> you have to learn from your mistakes. It's like no, really like you never fail at something you're learning from it. Mm-hmm. And it's it sucks. It really does. And it's embarrassing and when things don't work out and it's embarrassing when I mean we made the joke before we started that like I've always been the dumper I've never been the dumpy. It sucks when you are like we also have to acknowledge like when you end a relationship and you go through a phase where you're like, oh, my God, like, was that the right choice? And then sometimes it's too late and having to own that and like kind of eat it because Mm -hmm. you feel like you made a mistake that like at the time. Yeah, like maybe it was a mistake. But now then you move forward. You're like, oh, God, like I'm so happy that I didn't like try again. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I just want to wrap it up with, you know what, at the end of the day,
0: just manifest. (laughs) (laughs) No, I honestly think that you can't force things and you can't take things, like, too, too seriously by any means, but I honestly think that, like, when you are, you know, a positive and, like, open and, like, loving person and you're really putting that energy out into the world, like, people are going to come to you,
1: you know? I you know what I mean? Yeah, I think too, you have to remind yourself not to take things seriously. Mm -hmm. Especially like as you get older, and you were in a long term relationship, and then not, or, you know, you're going through a breakup. Life is just too short to hold on to like things that aren't going to work well for you. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of reminding. Like I'm a big in my feels girl. It all it figures
0: itself out. Yeah, but I think if you're constantly like, I want a boyfriend, I want a girlfriend, I want a boyfriend, I want a girlfriend. Like, you're constantly, like, thinking about that. I just don't think that's, like, the right... No, it's, like, the people that are never single. It's, like, please
1: take a break. Please stop looking for, like, validation from others. Like, Mm -hmm. be comfortable with yourself. Be comfortable in your own skin. Like, be comfortable being alone. Do things on your own. Even when you're in a relationship, like, do things on your own. Find things that you like to do so that, like, if for some reason a relationship ends, you're not Bella from Twilight, like, sitting in your room for months on end. (laughs) <laughs> i'm picturing her with a blanket like just sitting <laughs> and the camera spinning around
0: yeah i i think that when you are just like a confident person and like you yourself ha- like you've been working on yourself um you give what you get yes absolutely or you, you get what you give yeah, like what you put out into the universe and I don't want I don't want this to sound cheesy when I talk about this type of stuff, but I am a true believer in this. You know, when you are just a happy, confident, positive, loving person, people are going to swarm to you. They're yeah. not gonna swarm to you, but they're gonna like see that. You're, like, radiating this energy
1: um, and that you're confident and outgoing and all that type of stuff and, like, fun and, like, really, like, lo- I don't know. I don't know. Well, and putting it in a perspective of, like, okay, well, say you want a boyfriend, but you're not putting yourself out there. Like, you're not doing the steps to make yourself available or approachable, so you're not going to get approached. Yeah. If not that like- you have to be the one approaching. You can do the, like, you can do the approaching to people and ask other people out, but, like, if you're not going into something with, like, open arms and like ready to embrace it yeah you're fate like you're dooming yourself to fail right from the get-go
0: yeah if you're like sarah said if you're just sitting on your couch just wrapped in a blanket <sighs> saying i really want a boyfriend i really want a boyfriend they're not just gonna magic- download
1: tinder <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're not just gonna like magically
1: appear at your doorstep and be like oh miss hi like you've been waiting for me literally that's i had myself right convinced if i just have a tinder account and don't do anything on it someone will date me and i'm like no you actually have to talk to people yeah you can't force it but you
0: have to put some effort in like mr right is not just gonna like knock on your door and be like hey like you're ready yeah for my love <laughs> like, and- no
1: You have to – you also have to put in the steps to make sure that, like, when that person comes, like, when that moment happens, that you're ready for it. Yeah. Because there's nothing worse than, like, not being ready to date or not, like, feeling confident or whatever and, like, someone asking you out and, like, befriending someone and then, you know, a year later or six months later when you're finally ready to date, like, they've moved on from you. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. And then that puts you back down into a spiral of, well, I wasn't ready, and then that passed, so, like, mm-hmm. sucks to be me. And yeah. it's like, no, just make sure that, like, you're working on yourself
2: mm-hmm. and
1: figuring. And, like, we all go through weeks of downtime and whatever. It, that's life. But, like, trying to continue bettering yourself, putting yourself out there at least two out of th- two weeks out of a month. Like, mm-hmm. just try. Like, set small <laughs> goals. Yeah. A weekend. Like, try. <laughs> because it does get exhausting like it really really is like dating is really exhausting and like Mm -hmm. you do want to give up after a few but i do think like if you're just living your life and you're like welcoming things that come Mm -hmm. and not necessarily searching but like not not searching totally i was going to be single forever i was ready to move into mckenna and jackson's house no sarah was convinced that she was never going to find anybody and that she was going to be single forever and lo and behold I told McKenna and Jackson you have to make sure you buy a house with enough room for me and Gus because I didn't have my dog at this time, <laughs> and they were both kind of on board. They were going to take care of me. Yeah, we were going to take you under our wing.
0: No, and then all of a sudden Ben comes up. So like, I don't know. You just got to be. Pa- gotta I don't know what
1: I did to deserve be that, but
0: patient. But it, it'll happen at the right time, I think. Yeah. Now she's in love. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the last thing I want to say is that like. While you're kind of, like, in limbo, while you're, like, you're, like, dating, you know, like, you're just searching, I think that that's really important to take different times to, like, reflect on, like, dates that you've been on, past relationships you've been on, and, like, have the self-awareness to, like, learn from, like, no, for real, though, like. I'm just thinking about mine. That's I'm just, <laughs>
2: that's why
1: i'm laughing
0: i'm just like all about personal growth like i just <laughs> the way i talk i'm like you guys are probably picturing me like i go on a date i come home and like have a spreadsheet of like okay what went well what you didn't go well. like
1: yeah <laughs> like i am all about like re like reevaluating but i think it is good because if you have the habit of being interested in someone or attracted to a certain quality that like never works out for you you should try and allow yourself to see that pattern yeah Mm -hmm. I always thought I wanted to date somebody who was exactly like
0: me. I'm like, it would just make sense. It would be so much easier for me if I dated somebody who was exactly like me
1: because we would just understand each other. And like, that is not the case. I can't really think about the type of people that I dated. They were always really nice, which was like, I think that should be the bare minimum. Like that's the bars on the floor with someone being nice. Mm -hmm. But I feel like I dated dorky people and people that maybe weren't as good looking as me and then they'd never leave me. Okay. (laughs) or people who liked me more than you liked them yeah yeah for like the security like blanket absolutely Mm
0: -hmm. yeah uh anyway so let's kind of like i feel like that's just a lot of information let's wrap it up here i think like as time progresses it would be cool to do an episode on like how to keep your long-term relationship fresh and like interesting and like you know just the different phases you go through in a long-term relationship
1: and dealing with like the oh my god it's getting boring mm-hmm. is this relationship fizzling it's like no it's not fizzling like you're just cohabitating and absolutely so I think that that would be like a cool episode to do I
0: guess <laughs> alrighty okay well I will wrap it up here thank you Sarah so much for being on this episode did you <laughs> want to say thanks for having me thank you so much for having
1: me
2: <laughs> I've been
0: waiting months thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode i hope that you enjoyed it enjoyed our conversation maybe learned something if you're like in the dating scene not that we went through like a ton of advice but it's just fun to just like chat get thoughts out get like you know
1: well and i feel like when you like hear different pe- people's experiences like they can validate your own too
0: yeah 100 so i hope that this helped you guys in some shape or form thank you guys so much for tuning in and i will talk to you guys in next week's episode bye everyone see ya